they I don't know the way they kept this they were like he died happy knowing everyone was fucking or something <laughs> it's, it's Yo, what's up? It's your girl, Father Longlegs. You know me, Daddy T. Happy holidays. It's December. Officially, this is probably the last intro I will record in 2022 from the regular series of episodes. I'm definitely going to be putting out that clip show. And I say definitely, you can sense the hesitation because I'm like, more work, but got to continue the tradition. I can't believe I've been doing this for four years now. Thank you all the confidants who've stuck with me on this journey. I know we have added more clips and bringing in new listeners. So welcome to all the new folks. Um, in uh, sort of the spirit of looking back, I like to do these iconic confessions. If you've been with us since season one, you'll maybe recognize these episodes as a replay. Um, but maybe you missed it, or maybe you just want a refresher. So today's I chose very specifically because in light of our former guest releasing her first HBO comedy special and also making history as first Taiwanese-American female stand-up comic to get her own HBO special, fucking dope. This, uh, this week's iconic confession is Atsuko Katsuka, episode 34, when we talk about this was recorded years ago pre-pandemic totally different time another relationship i was in just many it's almost lifetimes ago but um i love this conversation so much obviously years have passed both of us recording at this time were different people connected to who we are now but you you know how time works and evolution works just want to you know let you know that this episode is a time capsule it's not representing what me or my guests currently would say by any means um i'm making it sound like there's anything bad in here which i don't think there is i'm just saying you know i like to replay these and i don't want to be like did you record this yesterday no but this one's really fun um i will say personally i've changed my view on openness and definitely it's interesting listening back to this because i had some different um beliefs about relationships because i wasn't necessarily a super healthy one and it it wasn't until listening back to this that i realized like oh interesting you can even hear like differences in the way i approach my relationships today um anyways before we get into the episode do you have some announcements if you want to catch me live before the end of the year you're in la you can come to plenty of parking on at wino vino on december 13th you can also come see me at motherland comedy at casino filipino in highland park or eagle rock on december 14th that's going to be a real fun show there's great food it's a filipino restaurant it's real fun um, and then I will be opening for Greg Proops on December 29th, 30th, and 31st. There are five total shows at SF Punchline. I believe tickets are still available. Go get them. The final um, December 31st show will have a countdown and champagne toast. So that's going to be fun. Come bring your honey or whatever. Come kiss a stranger. I don't know. Just be safe about it, you know. Um, and big news. Get loved my short film i know you've probably heard me talk about it but it's actually out now i put it's streaming on vimeo vimeo.com slash teresa lee slash get loved it is also on youtube if you like that better i personally think it's a better experience watching on vimeo but like i gotta give the people what they want i'm a i'm gonna be everywhere i'm trying to be you know like like dandelions put me everywhere coach um but you can go check that out or follow it on instagram at get love film another reminder this podcast is on instagram as well at real father long legs we have updated the whole look so we're no longer tell me anything pod but it is the same great hopefully better instagram account i don't know how you know much you think about instagram but this is part of my job um 
that being said, you know, if you want to interact, if you want to send me things to post, if you want to make a confession, I'm really trying to like open it up more to the community. Okay, I need to. People need to see a face other than mine. Um, okay, I'm very excited for you guys to listen to this episode. Super fun. Definitely check out Atsuko's special HBO on. It's on HBO. Sorry, it's called The Intruder. It's so funny. I literally watched. We watched it last night before going out, like pre-gaming. Like you know how people used to watch YouTube videos before going out. We watched her special. Fucking dope. All right, enjoy. Atsuko Katsuka. You can tell her, you can tell her anything. She's a real good listener. You can tell her anything. Hey guys, it's Teresa, the host of You Can Tell Me Anything, the podcast where I have comedians confess something they've never told anyone doesn't always have to be like a juicy secret. Um, people always think like when I ask them to do this, like, I don't have any secrets. I'm like, it could be like a, a rant. It could be something you're you're venting about. It could be something you're excited about. It could be uh, uh, an apology. I haven't really gotten apologies yet, but I would love that because I love apologizing. Uh, I've just caught that's my I'm you know, so you have people have resting bitch face. I'm resting apologies uh, voice, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I love to apologize because I'm always guilty. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I'm droning on and on. I want to introduce my guest today. I love her. She's so cool. She hosts a show called Let's Go Atsuko. <laughs> it's Atsuko Okatsuka. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing? You look very cozy. Thank you. I'm good. I'm good. Um, Before this, we were catching up and we were just saying um, how there's some things like no holds barred. And I, l- I think I'm that way and I am that way in real life I think but um I do think sometimes I still for the sake of the people in my life uh hold not, back not divulge that much yeah I right. I, I know you know I don't I mean, like to have any identifying factors show up um but obviously with comedy things are gonna pop up right uh, yeah you know we I'm change sure you have names. this yeah with like you know <laughs> with you, you're married so of course you when you say you're my husband there can only be one husband right right so people know who it's that very is telling yeah right as opposed to like when i'm talking about dating a guy i'll uh i'll just combine them I'll, but then because they're all a pattern so when you're talking right. about <laughs> so they're all similar anyway well, so it's like they weird turn to into be one guy they're <laughs> all one person yeah it's weird to be like um i'm dating this guy okay that's over and then this one because it's, it's easier just like my ex and then my ex did this and right yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. but that being said it's like I, I have think said it's less like, identifiable. I have said before, like, oh, you know, I heard this through a friend when I'm totally talking about Ryan, my husband, <laughs> because I'm like, oh, maybe that way. Maybe you know what I mean? To know. Yeah. Because the yeah. punchline, I was like, oh, it wouldn't. It doesn't matter where I heard it. But I was like, sure. everyone thinks I only talk to my husband. You know, if I just go, oh, Ryan said this. <laughs> Ryan did that the other day. So sometimes I switch it up. Is that lying? It's not <laughs> lying, I think, when you're trying to protect. And I do think it's fair, especially as someone who's in your life for a long time, like your husband. Like, ex is yeah. like, a little bit more fair game. But um, I do think it's fair to ask them if there's something that you're not sure about. But ultimately, yeah. if it's funny, it's funny, and that's fine. I don't know. I I do this thing. Well, I did actually, because, th- well, this is a kind of personal thing. But I did get mad at uh, my boyfriend for something yeah. he said on a podcast. Yeah. I don't really like to talk <laughs> to specifics about my relationships. I'll talk about... S- you know what it is? I'll talk about stories that have happened in the past, but things that are currently happening, I try to avoid because it feels too... Yeah, like, you're going through it. You're processing. Yeah, it. I'm processing. Yeah. I need, you the know, other I need person to figure is it too. out. <laughs> I don't want it to feel like pe- a petty thing where I'm trying to say my side, whatever, in front of our friends. Right. Um, 
but but it, I did. Uh, I I was proud of myself because I kind of managed my anger in the situation because mm. I heard it and it it was a combination of things that made me upset. Like one, he had just come home from being out of town that day, so I was excited to see him. And yeah. I was listening to this podcast <laughs> and uh, like I didn't know he was on it. It was a bunch of clips from another podcast. And so I heard his name and I was kind of excited because I was like, oh, I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, and then I got mad at something he said. So I uh, told him like, I'm in a bad mood. I don't want to talk about it now, but I'll tell you tomorrow. I just need some space. Yeah. Oh, good. Honesty. Yeah. And so I feel yeah. like I managed it well. And then we did talk about it the next day. And I, w- after sleeping it off, I woke up a little bit more reasonable. Like I was still upset at the thing I was upset about, but the outside factors of like, and I was on my way to see you and I was excited and how could, like, he doesn't know when I'm listening to podcasts. Like sure, none yeah. of that. Right. And like, he's a comedian. He's got to be able to talk about his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the editor caught that, cl- you know, so there's so many that factors. Was just a clip. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's, you know, it's always good to know, about, you know, when the year is about to end. That <laughs> that you, you can't you grow. Can, you can't can grow. Yeah. Grow. For the new year. Yeah. You know, new changes. Um, well, yeah. speaking of good, do you have a good confession you'd like to share? This is like a short good yeah. confession I like to start off with to get to get uh, to know the guest. Yeah. A good confession. Oh, gosh. I feel like, you know, I, I got I got obsessed with like the confession part. So I was like, OK, so something <laughs> be like a humble brag. Oh, I ha- I know one because you okay. just told me something. Oh yeah, what did I tell you <laughs> right before that uh, on Facebook that you got something? Oh, is it the <laughs> finalist thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm a, a finalist with Teresa. <laughs> it this feels on uh, on a yeah like a grant for comedians. Um, that's yeah, that yeah, is that's cool. A good, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. A part of me always goes like, oh, I don't think I was supposed to be on that list. I feel <laughs> like I, I always do that though. I'm always like, oh wait, that's not. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be on there. Yeah. The what's a, what do they call it? Uh, imposter syndrome. Oh, maybe, maybe it's imposter syndrome, or sometimes I don't know. Some yeah, it's so bad though that I think my memory even goes. Did I even apply for that? <laughs> like I was saying to you, yeah. Right. So it, it goes that deep where I'm like, I don't think I even applied for that. I think this is maybe from last year. But that's better than what I do, which is when I don't apply for something, I get jealous that I didn't get it. <laughs> Constantly, I'm like, right. how did this person win a Grammy? I'm like, I don't even play music. I'm like, what am I? I'm like, oh, now I just need to get good at this thing I've never ever wanted to do because somebody yeah. that is my enemy got it. That's so interesting. Yeah, and you know, hence it makes like, yeah, you're like, oh, you know, I wish I could. I, I want to rap too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have weird dreams like that. I, I've been writing a rap actually. Is that a, maybe this is a good confession? Oh, yeah. I've been writing a rap for like six months now wow six months not complete because maybe it's never gonna happen how long is the rap right now jesus maybe like (laughs) a a, like part of a verse that's about it oh okay Uh, i'm sure it's great i had a burning desire to just write a rap i don't want to be a rapper you should talk to my sister because she does beats but I was so embarrassed I didn't reach out to anybody about it. <laughs> it's been on my laptop, just the lyrics. Oh, my God. You should totally talk to Jen. <laughs> um, uh, shout out to my twin, Jen. Yes. I think it's great. Yeah. So. yeah. Teresa's uh, dog is currently licking me all over. And I, 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 I quite I like get, it. Another I good confession. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, it, it's affection. Just endless, <laughs> endless, yeah, unconditional sweet. love. She's um, uh, cheaper than going to rehab, so <laughs> I haven't. Um. It's hard to fall in love with dogs all the time, uh-huh. just other people's dogs. Aww. And 
never know what they feel about me <laughs> when I they leave. Wushi well, loves everyone, so. Oh, okay. Thank. Oh, okay. So it's not. Uh, you're like, don't take it no, personally. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, it's good. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he loves everyone because everyone's so great. All my friends are so great. That's right. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. why. Yeah. I've vetted them for him. Um, uh, uh, your rap thing reminded me of uh, this. I used to like a long time ago write poetry sometimes. Yeah. And never like great, but one time I was like. Oh, this was around like co- freshman year of college. I went to NYU and I actually yeah. went to see our friend Bosia. Right, right, right. Before I knew him um, as a friend. And I was like, maybe I'll try to do slam poetry. Mm-hmm. And I wrote this long, long ass poem that I, I'm sure if it still existed, I'd be like, oh, so cringy. But I just, it's funny <laughs> how in my mind it sticks as like, wow, it was so good. And uh, it was about like, it was very cliche, just about like general. I think this is when Bush was, maybe it was, yeah, pre-Obama pre-Obama so okay, it was like yeah. taking down the man yeah a lot of sort of like you know like pro uh pro-choice but also like anti-war and all, just like all the broad strokes of like yeah going good for environment <laughs> like but also you know whatever right um, being woke being just woke. yeah like the if the movie crash were a poem um <laughs> <laughs> yeah just yeah enough beats being yeah but d- I remember feeling so hit. proud of it and then it, my computer crashed and I lost it and I think the fact that my computer crash now makes me forever remember that as like the greatest thing I ever wrote, even wow. though it's probably terrible. Uh, and so there's something about losing something uh-huh. that makes you always remember it well. I don't know. Do, uh, well, so yeah, well, that's true. Maybe that's why I always try to lose things or not finish it because then <laughs> you're like, it's never it never has to be judged because it's never to the point where it's done enough to judge. That's true. Yeah, I you know, with some things I'm like that. Mm-hmm. With things like a rap, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm going to take forever to finish <laughs> it. Because a part of me is trying to self-sabotage myself from yeah. ever writing a rap. Because, you know, I was like, oh, that's a detour. It has nothing to do with what I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> or, you know, really my interest. Um, <laughs> and so I know why it hasn't been done. Um, but there is still like a deep burning desire within me somewhere. Well, you know, in high school, actually, I used to like ninth grade and stuff. I did all, all kinds of things to try to fit in. And one of them was um, rap battles. Oh, yeah. Now I want to see you rap. I mean, <laughs> I and the thing is, I, I got bet you're caught. good. I got because you're a good dancer. It's it's words are different. You know, <laughs> you got to have <laughs> rhymes. You got to have um, rhythm. I can do the rhythm part, but if you can't talk fast enough or think fast enough, there you go. Uh-huh. Then you're just dancing, which is <laughs> great. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I got caught with um, throwing the same flow. Oh, like you had ri- pre-written it. Right. Ha-ha. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> That's nice totally grade. what I would do. I'd be like, uh this is improv <laughs> i wrote it down in my diary totally <laughs> I, I pre-written it and done it twice isn't that crazy it's a small school uh-huh. of did course i was gonna get caught did you ever and also it's funny that kids take it that seriously um because i'm sure most chil- like remember in elementary school people were just reciting like comedy specials for other comedians like people would just but right. i didn't have cable so <laughs> my introduction this is why i think whenever people ask me who my favorite comedians are i always end up saying like Basically, my peers, like people who are like a couple oh. years ahead of me, the uh-huh. people I watch, you know, or aspire to be in like three years. Right. I tend to th- look up to them more than pe- like um, more than like, uh, and, you know, Andrew Dice Clay or whatever, like big time sure. classics. Of mm-hmm. course, like they're all great, but like they weren't they didn't have that emotional connection with me. Right. So right. I didn't watch them growing up. But what I did watch was my my the funny kids in my class reciting yeah. SNL skit, skits or sketches. 
skits. Why did I say that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> totally. And so, you, yeah. so it was like a game but, of telephone. But yeah, it's funny that they would just, you got to be the funny kid by reciting other people's funny jokes. Like they didn't write that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the you funny mean, kid like, just m- recited Will Ferrell's sketches and we were like that kid's so funny that's true that's Isn't true not that yeah. weird like and people being like suck it and everyone be like oh yeah he's reset- yeah, more cowbell or whatever yeah the more weekend. cowbell yeah. um that's true and people maybe it was like a it was a community i don't know and so yeah i wanted to get into rap because i was like oh there's a community behind it people are like cheering you on yeah. and stuff choosing teams and choosing sides I was like, I didn't even really, I didn't even really know English enough to be, <laughs> to be entering rap battles like that. But anyhow, yeah. That's cool. That's a, that's a good That is confession. a good confession. It's fun. I love yeah. learning about um, uh, people's like past lives. Yeah. Yeah. It's a past life that's still like sometimes, sometimes I wake up going, <gasps> you know, still, <laughs> it's still trickling in my, in my, well, you were also, cause you were also a cheerleader, right? I was a cheerleader I too. Cause I did cheer as well. Yeah, so but I had all these different extracurriculars. Really, truly trying to find something. Uh-huh. I f- I finally feel ready to go to high school. Like now, <laughs> like at this age, you know. Do you think? Because I used to fantasize about that in college. I'm like, I'll go back and be so cool and so hot. <laughs> but now I'm like, if I went back, I'd want to be like the old kid who just didn't give a fuck, and yeah. I don't think I would be cool. I know it's true. It's always like that, isn't it? Like the cool kids, the popular things. Yeah, it's not cool. The mainstream. You're like, wait, they were bullies. They're actually like really shitty people. Right, so and also just like the way teenage girls act. Oh, I was thinking about this because Ariana Grande's. Um, Thank you. Next video came out, and she was like yeah. reenacting all these rom coms right, right. that I watched growing yeah. up. But the like, just that overly caricaturized like popular girl, where you're like controlling everyone around you. Mm-hmm. It always seems so fun to do. But can you imagine being like a twelve year old and like talking like that, like just like, just like the whole, you know, like they literally like, the bend and snap, like yeah. just like I'm gonna brush my boob against you. That's the kind of shit right. the cool girls did. It was like so over the top. I know, and <laughs> I made sure to look them all up now to see what they're up to. Oh, At yeah? least the ones I went to my school. Yeah, any of them still cool and hot? One's a Christian porn star. Oh, my really wow! Big, How do you really big on God? What makes porn Christian? Oh, she's Christian. I thought she, you meant like oh she no. does Christian porn. <laughs> no, that would be just like, like what's Christian that porn? That would Christian porn would be like maybe like eating a you cake. You bless the pussy. Yeah, or maybe <laughs> I picture it to be Ooh, just the like holy water is just like come. Okay, r- cool. maybe what, yeah, what, it's what just like fun? a holy water, but like in slow mo. Uh huh. You know, uh, <laughs> of course, on like a polished face. There's so many Christian sex puns. They should make Christian porn. Do they make Christian? Well, they should. Well, I guess they shouldn't. I think I think do. that porn studios have made like Christian storyline oh, porn. Oh, you know right. what I mean? Where it's like I'm at church, you know, <laughs> yeah. blah blah blah. Um, but uh, no, she's a Christian who happens pray. to do porn. Oh, One of the okay. girls who oh, wow. who was totally bend and snap, the yeah. blonde bombshell. You know, I wanted her hips. You know, <laughs> she could so wear. Specific. She, well, she could oh, wear hipsters. That was in. Right, like low-rise pants? Yes, yeah, low-rise pants and with flair. With the thong pulled up? Thong pulled up. And I couldn't do that because I don't have hips like that, you know? And so um, my pants would always slide off. <laughs> <laughs> so I wore basketball shorts. Okay, cool, like cool, a, cool. Like a, you know, I wore like person cargo looking shorts. for their I went, soul. I went through a cargo pants phase, where, uh, extra large t-shirts and cargo pants. Real hot. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like just, you know. Yeah. But I went from that up. to then like like wanting to wear like short Hollister skirts 
and and then right. it's very not surprising that I turned out bi because I literally went back and forth between <laughs> like I'm like I'm gonna be a boy I'm gonna be a hot girl I was just like right. could not make up my mind um they have both <laughs> sections at Hollister true that's true <laughs> so you were still <laughs> able to go to the same store <laughs> Wait, that's true one of the girls the popular girls in my elementary school um she like I had you know she was like everybody had a crush on her she was hot she, but she, I looked her up when I was an adult and she's like this like total power lesbian. I think she's like a model. She's so oh. hot still, but like she's like short, like platinum blonde hair. And she like is married to this other hot. Uh, I don't know if her wife's a model, but they're both very hot and they just oh. look like a power couple. And I'm like, oh, wow. That's because I had a shot. No, <laughs> <laughs> you had a shot, and they also sound pretty lovely. Yeah, I no, mean, she so seems really cool. Yeah, she so wasn't a bully. She was cool. Um, she wasn't a. But she, mm, you know, because sometimes I'm like, what did I project? Like, I can't think of specifically if she was when she was totally mean. But in my mind, she was very intimidating. Oh, sure. I, I, I think she was like a little bit of a mean girl, but she was never the one instigating the meanness. Um, right. Yeah, that's true. It's hard yeah. to mix up whether you're just jealous of somebody yeah. or if project. they were actually mean. You don't yeah, want projecting. someone hot to be nice when you're that's in school because then true. they have everything. Um, but no, but she's one of the stories where I'm like, oh, they turned out, she she, she turned out great. She kind of got a great life. <laughs> she yeah. was cool growing up. She's really cool now. And yeah. uh, also very progressive and woke and you can't even hear. Wow. Just okay. Just traveling the world, being hot with her wife. Not everyone goes through an awkward <laughs> phase. Nope. <laughs> Not everyone gets shunned for so being queer. Keep that in mind when you're depressed. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't. Please don't. It's not you. Um... <laughs> Anyways, um, speaking of depressed, oh, I w- this is because it's around the holidays and this is coming out around the holidays. Yeah. I was feeling really down today and uh, this is kind of like a podcast about like sort of loosely therapy related. Um, do you get the blues around the holidays and what do you do to like kind of keep yourself in high spirits? Yeah, I do get really, I, I get really nostalgic I think everyone does a little bit. A mm-hmm. part of the blues is like nostalgia and like if you're away from family, I mm-hmm. think, or if you're like missing out on like, you know, like a gathering or <laughs> something. What uh, kind of nostalgia? Cold. Like for times past? That's the thing. It's all like projecting still. Uh-huh. Like, uh, yeah, for times past. I, I keep like missing like family, um, like fun family gatherings mm. that, that ac- actually never happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you start... They're fun in your memory, but when you go back, you're like, oh, memory, this was... And I actually think it's like the movies I was watching growing <laughs> up. So okay. I like think I'm supposed to have like a Christmas story. I think I'm supposed okay. to have like a Brady Bunch family. I oh, think. okay. And then I also start thinking about how, like, other people are lonely. And then sure. I get really bummed. Oh, yeah. When maybe I'm the crazy lonely one thinking about other people obsessively. Like I think that. people do get lonely around the holidays. And I even had this today where I wanted to, because today I was feeling really down. I had jury duty. I'm sure it was because I was sitting alone yeah. in a crowded room of people <laughs> all day. But um, But I wanted to, like, reach out to people that I hadn't talked to in a while and just be like, hey, I'm feeling down this holidays and it, uh, in case you're feeling down too just want to say hi you know like right but then i didn't because i was like oh that's a weird thing to say and it might be a burdensome <laughs> thing to say and, like, that's you why i like, know where they are <laughs> <laughs> that's why like i think during the holidays um you get a lot of texts and messages sure. from past hookups too oh yeah i have oh you you shared a funny one right right that yeah. i enjoyed <laughs> um i don't really get that that much i think people are glad i'm out of th- no i'm just kidding <laughs> i don't know I, so people say that like i had i was hanging out with my friend on her birthday and she was getting texts from all her exes 
mm-hmm. for happy birthday. And she's kind of joking about it. But she was like, all right, one left to go. Let's see if he'll come through. And he did. Um, oh. But then I was like, this is a thing. Like, I don't hear from any of my exes on my birthday. Like, <laughs> they just have to. It might be <laughs> they're alphabetical. Just, they're just done. It's when it's over, it's over. They I honestly think they're just going to the Rolodex. And I, I think that hmm. when I got, you know, and the numbers have, di- you know, almost diminished like uh-huh. throughout the years. You know, sure, I, sure, I, I've sure. been married like almost two years now. This year was just that one text that <laughs> I got. Um, that was a crazy text. It was a crazy text. It was a list. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it was the whole thing where he said, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're not Korean, but I'm pretty sure you're not Korean, despite me always wanting to think you were. That's (laughs) the weird part. Like, wait, what? So he's just like a Korean fetish. I wasn't. Yeah, exactly. And he was like, well, you'll do. Couldn't find any Koreans. Yeah. (laughs) There's so many weird layers because it's like, I don't even know if this is like a you up text. Like, does he want (laughs) to fuck? You know, because Uh he was just mostly it was so cryptic. It was so, so cryptic, funny. but um, I was just like, oh, he was, pr- he's probably gone through a list of people. He's trying to be like mm. you up to, and my name was just in the A's on his phone. Oh, I see. That's you why I my name's T. Yeah. They've already gotten a response by the time they get to me, right? That's, That's what, what I like I'm to saying. Think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, guys, I like positively. getting messages too. <laughs> I mean, I might not respond, but <laughs> if you are lonely and miss me, tell me, I'd like to hear that, you know, that's just shoot me That's a little right. shoot me a little text yeah uh, but don't get down if you don't is what i'm saying right 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 there's many factors the <laughs> <laughs> you know but i i think it's because i'm the one doing that i love texting <laughs> people i haven't talked to in a while it's good be- because i love the idea of uh uh not interrupting that's the wrong word uh, not like <laughs> interrupting their day but like because i love hearing from someone i haven't heard from in a while so i love the idea of like giving that to someone to be like oh i'm thinking about you Right. And I like to think that, oh, hopefully they like me. I'm not talking about exes, just friends, but hopefully they like me enough where it'll make them smile. Mm-hmm. Um, but but now I'm like, oh, maybe it just looks desperate. I don't know. What do you guys think out there, listeners? <laughs> Is it desperate to get a text from someone you haven't talked to in a while? Like, does it feel like, oh, I know what they're doing. They're just looking for attention. <laughs> or is it like nice? I think it's <laughs> nice. I think why do we have phones for? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And you can you can read you can read signs if right. if they never ever write you back. You true. know. It dep- you have to read the situation. That's true. Yeah. Right? Like if it says red and then it's been four and months. And no responses. Yeah, maybe not like a hey, hey, did you get it? Hey, hey, you know? I mean yeah. but you don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that. Well every once in a while I'll manically text like ten people in a row. Just be like, What's up? I think I, I, <laughs> I did that to you when I was in Taiwan. Oh, yes. It was like 2 a.m. there. And yeah. I was like, I think this means Teresa's up. I literally texted Teresa just to say, where in Taiwan are you f- is your family <laughs> from? Right. But that you had a specific purpose. Well, it was just for my curiosity. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I was I kept meeting really attractive people in the part of Taiwan I was in, which mm. is Tainan. Oh, yeah, that's and where my mom's like, from. Yeah. There are no. a lot of freckles down there, right? And Yeah. And I was like, why are people so attractive here? Who else do I know that's Taiwanese that's really attractive? <laughs> and I was like, Teresa Aww, Lee. Nice. Okay, I'm going to ask Teresa. And then you said Tainan. And yeah, it, it, I had a purpose, <laughs> but it was just to like tickle my brain. And now it's a stereotype I have of people in Taiwan. People, I've never heard that about Tainan. But I guess my mom's really still looks pretty young. So maybe yeah. I'll have that come in for me. They were just like taller. And I was like, I don't know if there's like Dutch blood in them. I have no idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? I Yeah, I don't know. I've heard. I think my mom is part... Han. Oh, okay. And so like, so yeah. Maybe more Han people Mainland down Chinese. there. Chinese. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
but you know, I wish I knew more about my culture and the different types of <laughs> Taiwanese people there are, but I don't. There's I don't so know. many. There's so many. But I was like, uh, I think Teresa probably thinks I'm like crazy or I'm collecting information for no, some reason. I but love she late night texts <laughs> because it's never. And maybe I should be more careful about this because I'm not. Uh, it never for me feels like a. I mean, if it's a you up, it's a you up. And it's very clear. And sure. there's like a few people who I unless know. they're just asking if you're still not Korean. Oh, then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah. Um, but I love that. But also I think it backfires because then I do that to people. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I sent that text at 3 a.m. And that was just like, hey, what's the name of that candy we had? Like, it's like, just like, that's right. Like, what? Why are you <laughs> doing this at 3 a.m.? Like, is she? I think she's hitting on me. Right. Teresa she just wants to talk at 3 a.m. <laughs> Sending cryptic, cryptic you up No, I don't messages. have that much. I'm, I'm past my you up days. I can't even. I There was a time in my early 20s when, like, I had a whole web series about it. Like, just, like, casual hookups and one night. Not, I didn't really do one night stands. It would be more like me trying to prolong what should have been a one night stand into a relationship but sure yeah but a lot but i would do that like text someone to meet up late at night and i can't imagine that now i wouldn't want to there's i have no (laughs) i have zero interest in like leaving my house after 10 p.m right let alone to see a person show or something yeah right right i would go to a party maybe or but it's never i don't go to parties to fuck like i'm like i want to go see my friends Mm -hmm. but if someone like was like hey what's up even if i was horny i think i'd be like i don't know let's put in my calendar for next week (laughs) (laughs) you gotta make a plan yeah you gotta make plans i like dates yeah um speaking of uh is there anything you'd like to tell me um i guess since it's threesome season, I don't know. <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's holiday is season. That? It gets cold. You want more body heat. You, you, you know, because <laughs> oh, I'm I'm not projecting. I don't want to project, but I'm just saying, at least for me, because I feel nostalgic. I think sure. about yeah. humans more. I get very emotional thinking, oh, you know, if I see like a person sitting alone, especially if they're you older. You invite them to have a threesome. I invite <laughs> them to have a threesome. You know, I mean, that's the only thing really... Now it's like if you're a straight couple, like there's no reason to get married. I feel like, you know, <laughs> there really isn't. But we did it because we're like hopeless romantics. We really did not need to get married. Me I want to get married. Yeah, I kind of more likely. I I would much la- rather have a wife than a husband, to be honest. But, uh, but I do want to get married. Yeah, but probably not to a man. I think men are fun to date. Then it. You know, I mean, you're queer, you know, it's <laughs> I, I'm saying for straight people. Yeah, yeah. Who. Oh, I see. Don't need. You know what I mean? Like, sure. The conventional picket fence situation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not we're, we're not trying to prove anything. People don't, yeah. we don't need to rub it in everyone's face. Hey, <laughs> we're married. We're just like, you know, trillions of other people. Um, but we did it. And then I was like, well, um. I guess the next step, what's the next, the next step is to move to Sherman Oaks and become swingers, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or else like, right. Besi- oh, besides, sure. We can have like joint bank accounts now and, mm-hmm. um, I guess see each other in the hospital if one of us is sick. I feel like those are a couple of the rights <laughs> you get, right? From sure. Getting uh, married. well, it's probably more to it than that is eternal commitment, uh, in front of all your friends <laughs> and, uh, right. you know, you get to put AKA it where just dress get a party. You get a party. Yeah. You, uh, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. That's what pretty else much is it. Yeah. I mean, for queer couples, right? It was a thing because, you know, without like the, the certificate, oh, sure, because like if, if your partner was sick in the hospital, like they wouldn't oh, let yeah, you yeah. in. Things like that's that true. that are fucking real shit, you know? Um, but, uh, but, but I like the idea of having uh, your forever person. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, like, that's true. I think it's something nice, it, but it, you're right. It is just like a convention because you could still end it. Like people don't, you know, it doesn't really mean anything. It does, but it doesn't. Like it, right, right. It could, like technically, yeah, I guess. it could mean, and you could also choose not to get married, and you can both agree that you're going to be together forever, and yeah. then do that. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I guess that's why it's like a rem- like a hopeless romantic sure. thing. We're total like it's just idea. We love we like the idea of it, yeah. and so we did it. And then, but you know, we you know, I think it was around this year. We've only been married like a year and a half, <laughs> but we were already like, well. So in the past, I um, I with my ex, we used to like go to swing parties. Okay, because we lived in Santa Clarita, and there wasn't a lot to do. Swing parties, so everyone has to be a couple at a swing party, right? No, so it's couples or just and like a single women. Okay, because but there's like sex parties, but for some right. reason when I hear sex party, it sounds different than swing party. Swing party to me, th- I think like m- more like couples drinking wine. Right. When I think sex party, I'm like like models and lingerie. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. It, are they the same? Um, What's the vibe? Yeah, I guess they both cross over a little bit. But swing party is definitely very like straight couple-y. Mm, and okay. then like, and then single women. Sure, that you makes know, sense. You know, they tell you, you up front. Like single women get in for free, for example. Gotcha. And then a lot of places say no single men at all. <laughs> which, you know. Makes um, sense. Right. And in, in the sense that they, you know, historically single m- men who want to get laid, who maybe don't get laid, you know, do things like get really mad and <laughs> shoot people up. Or I don't know. I don't know yeah, why I went there. Uh-huh. But <laughs> yeah, um, that's what it's like. But really, honestly, it's a lot of like middle m- middle aged couples in from like the suburbs. Oh, wow. Um, a lot of them conservative who go to swing parties. Yeah. How do you know they're conservative? Conversations. We get Got into it. conversations. They show up in there and make a gr- America great hat. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 they're definitely more chill in that they don't do that. They, they dress <laughs> up. They're like, they're trying to, you know, Mac, right? Okay. <laughs> they're trying to like meet another couple. They don't want to start off that quick. But I've heard weird comments like, you know, um, there was a couple we met at the swing party in Van Nuys. And okay. it's kind of like... There's like a hot tub there. There's like a jacuzzi, but like <laughs> the couches are a little dingy. Uh-huh. You know, it's been running for like decades, but it's still, you know, you you could tell that they kind of started giving up on this swing party. Okay. It was on Craigslist. We found it on Craigslist. Oh my god, you went to a swing party on Craigslist? They have yeah, off of Craigslist. <gasps> yeah, they, I think they they still do it like every what? Wednesday and Saturday or something. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's just like, it's like the guy still lives in there, uh-huh. lives there, but just like weekly. What they are the, were the people hot? No, it's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. It's, it's a lot of couples okay. that are just like, fuck it. Okay, sure. Honestly, like swing parties, you picture it and you see it in movies and it is like couples sipping wine and it's supposed to be, you know, maybe like, you know, the pretty people or whatever, mm-hmm. but like pretty people, <laughs> this is going to sound stupid. But, you know, like, they, they don't need to go to swing parties. To but they have those exclusive people. password-only ones or whatever. They do do have that, yeah. But Van Nuys Craigslist place <laughs> is not, right? <laughs> looked on Craigslist and went to a swing party from Craigslist. Yeah. Well, I lived in Valencia How, how do you make sure it's safe? Like, Craigslist is just, like, notorious for sketch balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I guess if you're there with Ryan. 
Or sorry. Is it oh, I didn't go. Husband? This was with my ex. Oh, your ex. Yeah, okay. I'm still talking about my ex and I went a lot. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Okay. We, because we were trying to find something and we thought it was outside of our relationships, but mm. our, re- our own relationship. But we were just we weren't meant for each other, mm, you I know. See. Yeah. Um. So we every every week we would go out to swing parties or meet other couples. Oh, wow. To see if like. Yeah, like we wouldn't hang out with each other. Mm. We never wanted to. Or he's the one that really got me into it. And uh, anyhow, so oh, it was it was a conversation at that Van Nuys thing where the woman was like saying racist things about Latin kids. Oh no! And then she she said that she said really bad things like they're statistically dumber all of them blah 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 you know the kind of talk i like to hear right before i have sex (laughs) totally and then she said (laughs) and then i said what do you do and she said i'm an educator oh no and then i was like fuck and then that's we start we were like so we started getting a sense that that was the kind of people there yeah but um i don't know why i went to all this oh because you're talking about threesomes yeah that's right Um, you know me and Ryan haven't aren't gonna try to do three. I I don't think we're ready to do anything uh-huh. like that, or even want to. In fact, we don't. We've talked about it, but um, do we, you are you attracted to women, or it's more just like the idea of a threesome? I've I've been I've h- hooked up with I don't know, what's the I see I've been married ev- just a year and a half, but I uh-huh. really don't know lingo. <laughs> I've uh, I've like I've oh, slept gotcha. with women. No, I don't mean to put you on the spot. I'm just curious because yeah. I sometimes I, when I talk to straight women. They well, who want to be in want to do threesomes. It's more like oh. the idea of doing it with the their guy, but they're not like. But then there's also women who are like I think want to explore that, but are maybe like afraid to. So there's a, a sense like they're like, oh, it would be fun in this context because it's oh, a little bit uh-huh. more like accepted Protected. by society. <laughs> well, it's a lot of like, you know, like. Uh, Girls, straight girls who do threesomes and enjoy it with other women are right, still right. considered straight oftentimes or they get that pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if they're like, oh, I really like th- that part of, you know, <laughs> I like the boobs and the vagina. <laughs> so right. like, well, you know, you're somewhere there on the spectrum. <laughs> so, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Um, but it's, well, you know, me and Ryan started going to swing parties. Okay. Just, I think we're more like um, uh, voyeurs. Yeah. Yeah, so like we like the sex, like we like the atmosphere, mm-hmm. and we're like, let's just check it out. Let's do something <sighs> fun. We're you know, we're 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 open, we're open minded, and um, had he been to one before? He'd never been, so that that's been like kind of an experience. Oh, cool. Where it's like guiding him to be like, nobody has to do anything they don't want. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just here to like just hang out and see this world. You know, do people? That's not even that interesting. Are people <laughs> having sex at swing parties more you meet and then you would like kind of like exchange numbers and go off and do your own thing? Or is it like oh, a sex uh-huh. party where it's just like sex everywhere? Um, it's half and half. Some <laughs> people just go there to have conversations <laughs> like me <laughs> and Ryan did. Um, okay. And then, yeah, and then people could be like, oh, actually, this is like, you know, ev- let's let's go back to our place or something. Uh-huh. And then they'll like leave the party to go do something more private with another mm-hmm. couple. Um, yeah, and then there's people having sex there too. There's like just rooms. in the middle of the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Or wherever, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. We went to one in San Diego. It's called Thads. Thads? Thads. Thads, okay. Because belong- the property belonged to a guy named Thad, <laughs> and he is no longer. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they said 
they I don't know the way they kept this they were like he died happy knowing everyone was fucking or something <laughs> it, was, it was like near oh, a military no. base all the people there were also very like tended to lean um conservative too actually it was a lot of like suburb people mm. yeah so do people come up to you guys and you just be like no I don't want to or like yeah people I mean cuz I imagine you guys are probably the most attractive couple there you're so sweet <laughs> I, I mean, at a place called Dad's, like they were, they were, they knew we were fresh meat, you know, mm-hmm. and like, cause we were like really looking around and trying to figure out where we were, uh-huh. where things were. There's people who go weekly, you know, and this one was like single men were allowed to, okay. so it was, we were outnumbered by a bunch of single guys. <laughs> a lot of them ex-military, actually. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, who were, yeah, and you know, a lot of them, I'm just like, they're like they. They're like, we come here every week, you know, uh, one time, you know, fucking Brian got lucky with a couple, you know, but that was, that was years ago. We keep coming back. (laughs) And I'm like, guys, it made me really sad where I was like, you would get a better shot just sitting at a bar or something. Go what? A grinder. If you're grinder or, or, uh, field. Yeah. But I think you could literally just go to a Walmart and just have a conversation with someone because right. at this party you have to be if you're a guy you have to be buck naked you completely naked. naked yeah that's terrifying it are, are very hard ter- or flaccid or both both some people are walking around real hard i think some i'd be turned on looking at a ton of flaccid dicks walking around no it becomes very like biological very uh-huh. like science you know you can tell they like you <laughs> yeah, I guess. Or if they like themselves. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's yeah, it's a, it's a lot. It was yeah. terrifying for Ryan. I'm probably saying Aww, too much. Ryan. It is terrifying to be like a bunch of strangers. First time in a place like this. Wait, so did you guys have to be naked? naked? Ryan had to be. Aww. And then uh, <laughs> I th- I'm not sure why. They said it was like for safety. Sure, hiding stuff maybe. Hiding stuff, yeah, a knife, sense. a gun. I don't, yeah. Because they're psychopaths. I think it levels the playing field a little too. Yeah. Because if everyone, like, I bet, especially if they're straight dudes, they're like, oh, I hope I see a titty. And it's uh-huh. like, <laughs> well, you get naked first. Like, right. Because otherwise true. it feels a little bit like this power dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Make them vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. You know that you're exposed before <laughs> you go and try to grab somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got to wear, like, lingerie or whatever. That's kind of fun. Yeah. I've always wanted to be like, um, I went to a strip club in Las Vegas that was like very high end classy one. And the girls were like, I mean, and I know I only know so little. I mean, I have friends who are strippers or sex workers and uh, I know like the world is so much more complex than this. But what I mm-hmm. liked my first impression of it was that it, and I know like some of this is for, uh, an illusion. I'm sure that they want you to feel this way. But if because there weren't a lot of women who weren't workers there it was mostly oh. gentlemen in like suits mm-hmm. all the women were like hot dressed in lingerie and walking around or like whatever and just it felt so empowered because all the men like there was a f- like almost a fear from the men and oh, i know not uh-huh. all strip clubs are like this this was like a fancier one where yeah. the guys were a lot more respectful because they had to be and they had a lot of money and mm-hmm. um a lot of them were there doing business but there was just a sense like like they all these men in suits and sort of like trying not to stare like at the woman oh like cool yeah yeah almost the opposite like at a regular club you go and it's like guys grabbing you and touching you right and here they were like naked girls walking around and the guys would just be like oh 
oh excuse me like okay great and i was like wow right. these men are like yeah yeah because like, this they, is how you they get them to behave the yeah they in their mind they think this is for me therefore they're respectful like, oh. why can't <laughs> they just act like this all the time then we'd just be more willing to show our boobs yeah but right. um but yeah but it made me be like oh they should have a club like that where like i don't know girls who want to because it feels se- i think it feels sexy f- a little bit like there's part of me that's like oh i it'd be fun to walk around mm-hmm. in you know topless or in lingerie around like these hot rich men right um but i wouldn't do that if i didn't know they were going to be respectful right but they have to be here so i'm like if they had if they had more clubs like that where you had to be yeah if respectful. the world if the world was yeah a high-end I strip think it would club be hot for both people yeah and it'd be fun i don't know yeah with rules and yeah with rule respect the ladies and then then they'll have fun and Where it's kind of sexy to dance guard. and be on display right as long as you know that mm-hmm. it does they're not gonna be like oh you're asking for it or whatever right yeah you know yeah there are definitely rules like that at the swing party like no means no yeah you know from the beginning like swing parties were always big with consent too yeah which is you know it, i guess it's easy to deduce things like that if it's just you know it's a place just for sex right sure so like you know you, you don't ha- yeah you have to be clear Right, you have to be clear, yeah. Um, they don't make you use protection, but <laughs> that's <laughs> up to people. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's something we did uh, recently. And we. Had How did he feel about it? He felt, it was like, uh, he felt like it was interesting to be around and watch. Mm-hmm. And I had fun too because of that, you know? Like, in in retrospect, it's not like we we were like oh yeah you know <laughs> like we got turned on oh yeah let's you know yeah this is it all it took was you know <laughs> it's just something life. you do together and it's like bonding yeah 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 something like just seeing a new world you know um but you guys made a short about a threesome which we i watched. did we did that before a after about a threesome. <laughs> that's so funny i was just joking that it was threesome season two it was before before going to this swing party um i guess we Maybe maybe it's in our subconscious. <laughs> I don't That's know. That's funny. The short that I'm editing right now is about a threesome, but it's the opposite. Oh. It's kind of like the op- opposite of um, the what you kind of yeah. It's like two women. It, it's two women and a guy, but um, the like sort of Hollywood version is you know like male gazy, like oh sexy two girls. Uh-huh. But it's the opposite of that. It kind of puts it the power in the girls. Uh, Oh yeah, and the girls. Um, yeah, I don't want to like get too into it, but yeah, but it's kind of like it flips. It flips your expectations around of what that right. would be because it it's through the eyes of the woman. Yeah, instead of the man, which yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I feel like typically portrayed in right, Hollywood, right, right. the women are the objects, but it's the other way around. But yeah, but yeah, I don't I know. I see that. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, yeah, it'll be out at some point next year. Um, no, I'm really interested in. Uh, I love. I love the like sex positive. Um, uh experiences like that like I've, I've never been to a sex party but especially living in LA I'm d- like and so many comedian friends who are <laughs> into them whatever former guest uh Eli Olsberg talks about them a lot Ooh, and that's right <laughs> me and Eli have had this conversation before yeah it's just everything sounds so out in the open it. I think what turns me on is not the sex it's the honesty like Oh, I uh-huh. love honesty and that's the kind of thing if someone like divulges information I mean like literally have a podcast about secrets <laughs> if someone divulges information to me I'm like oh my god that's so <laughs> cool like I know a secret right so right, right. the idea of like sex party something that's usually so like you know sex is supposed to be the thing you hide and you're ashamed of yeah. I mean, not supposed to but like society makes you feel like you have to yeah um 
but then people there's people who talk about it so openly i'm like oh that's really cool that's so hot yeah yeah i i think it's this honesty for me too um yeah that's so funny well me you know so the person in the short film um that's in it with me and ryan clayton mm-hmm. me and clayton have been in a threesome before oh, wow. <laughs> and so it was like this yeah i think oh, it was so this kind of um where it was like me clayton and a guy uh-huh and but the two of them were hooking up and i was just i became f- for I'm fun <laughs> I, be- I became the twa uh just the watcher <laughs> Um, and so I think like that kind of like inspired it a little sure. bit. Um, yeah, even though we didn't show any of the threesome, <laughs> um, I think it was just like a kind of a weird ending it's we just came up fun. with, but yeah. Um, yeah, man. Now I'm like, let's go to, no, I don't really, I don't know. I'm like definitely like at, whenever I start being introduced to any worlds, I, wait, what were we talking I can't remember what we were talking about this on the podcast or before yeah. we were recording, but just the idea of wanting to do everything, even if it's some, like, oh, I, we're talking about right, the, um, like oh, I didn't apply to that, but I want to do it. Uh-huh. Um, but even like <laughs> weirdly, like the idea of like sex parties or the sex positive uh-huh. community um, or kink community, like it's never been a thing that I was a part of or really interested in, but just feeling like oh there's this whole other world i want to be an expert in um i think <laughs> right. it's just a challenge of like yeah here's a world that you're not a part of i'm like oh i need to be a part of this now and it happens <laughs> every week i know i'm like how am i not part of this um and there's a hot tub there's one in downtown too called club joy that i've been wanting to oh, check interesting. out if you ever get bored and you want to go with me <laughs> oh yeah well, i think it would be fun to go um me and some Maybe of my girlfriends have talked about wanting to go to like a more like queer woman yeah leaning one because i think that would be fun they might be more private yeah i'm <laughs> so tired of dicks um except for my one no um <laughs> i just <laughs> yeah but just like li- li- literally i brought up the idea of an open relationship because i um uh i've been thinking more about like oh is like am i like i get so jealous and so insecure in relationships that i I I used to be like oh I'm a one person only I'm a monogamous person and but then I like it became negative or I'm like so possessive mm-hmm, so then mm-hmm. I was like maybe I'm actually poly like I don't want to be with a lot of people it's not it's not coming from a place where I'm like I need to have a lot of sex it's coming from a place where I'm like I need to just like trust like oh, I, uh-huh. I have so little trust in mm. in mm. people which isn't always a person's fault but sometimes it is but it's like (laughs) (laughs) yeah because you know gaslighting is a thing yeah yeah but it's just like i'm like the idea of being a poly to me is like all our cards on the table is so open so honest Mm -hmm. even if you end up not actually hooking up with other people it's just like the idea that it's not off the table for me is like oh now i'm not worried about you lying about it Mm -hmm. because you can and then i don't know but anyways um person i brought it up to didn't take it well and so i'm like all right fine maybe some other time yeah, like being open. That's interesting that you thought that maybe it's because you're poly or, you know, leans leaning towards that way. It's also like a positive, like it, it gives you more like positive options, I feel like. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think of it more like it's like I, if I'm in a relationship, I want to like build a house with you and live in the house and it's our house. 
and it's not like and i think when sometimes straight guys hear open relationship they're like so you want to like just live in the wild like or like <laughs> it's just gonna be a revolving right. door of people i'm like no 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 it's not like a macy's it's just <laughs> we're just gonna leave the key under the mat and some of our friends will know where it is you know it's like right. some people can it's just like it's not like a totally Ooh, i like that analogy yeah, yeah. I've, i was trying to do it on stage but it didn't really work but so now i'm just <laughs> saying it on the podcast but um <laughs> you know it's not like we're gating gating the doors um so i just want to it's not fun if you're just stuck in a house but yeah uh but we still live in the house like nobody's gonna come in and steal your furniture right it's like unless those people turn on you there sure then there goes you know being poly i actually really <laughs> like this how people know your secrets I, know. I need to like work more on this maybe i can turn it into a bit it doesn't quite work right now but i like for me i like the idea just as an actual metaphor because yeah it's no, also I like, like it. even if you're I like got, monogamous very touched yeah yeah if you're monogamous <laughs> and you're in this house and you're like lock the doors nobody's not in or out <laughs> you're like okay fine maybe you can feel safe in there but like someone can still break in right yeah. people cheat people whatever right so you're not safe um yeah. but if you're just like hey we're just gonna like some people have the key and right it's a little bit more open yeah that's nice um you're still safe and actually even safer because if you lock yourself out your friend can let you yeah in. I don't or know. if someone does break in that's not part of that gang There'll be like a, th- a third, fourth person in there to sure. help protect exactly. your house. There you go. The yeah. shit that More love, the better. Yeah. I think it's all about sharing. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. And this is how Teresa moves into it, moved into a commune. <laughs> I know. I think I'm at, at heart. I'm truly a communist. It's just I, I truly do think I am. Um, and I would not have survived the eight. Was, was it the 80s when they were like? <laughs> mad at the communism oh yeah 70s, 70s. Too, yeah i would have red, for sure gone scare. to jail yeah i yeah. i mean i'm chinese i'm just <laughs> all of it <laughs> so there your woman the sharing. <laughs> but i'm not like I, I know communism obviously i know communism doesn't work because people are power hungry but i love the idea of like uh maybe i'm a socialist i love the idea of like mm. we all share and then the powerful people who are like, because there's going to be a uh, variance in skill and uh, money to right. begin with. Yeah. But if those people were all good, but you can't control that. If those were all hard, good, yeah. then they would they when would have to do more work. I do think this is a problem is because this just becomes a political podcast. No, <laughs> but I do think the problem with all of these idealistic societies is that um, people aren't like this um, because the people who are more successful actually do have to work harder to then and then they do have to sacrifice more of course but i do think there is a duty in that of course it's hard to tell someone who's worked hard to get where they are that they have to to be like hey share yeah but it's not even just sharing the same amount it's just like because when you tax a millionaire 50 percent, it's still like way more than anything of course yeah anyone uh most civilians are making and s- but to lose 50% of your income every year is crazy, right? It sounds crazy. Sure. But yeah. I do think there is, a, it's like what, lo- I don't know, is there a level of kind of trying to help out everyone? If yeah, you're at that thinking, point? yeah, if you can think yeah. enough about like the humanity or, uh, yeah. know, outside of your own life and the society. It I does mean, become hard because without that incentive, p- maybe people will try to like stay, be- like minimize their potential or stay below a certain cap. Yeah, because they're like, I don't want it. If I if I make a little bit more, yeah, I'll make more, but then I'll have to give up more. And yeah, so. I might just be yeah, I'll be like, oh, I'm cool with sign spinning. Yeah, you <laughs> know, and I mean, because you know, I still get benefits, but I don't know. Who knows? Maybe not. Maybe I'll still dream big 
What do you think of matching outfits? Speaking of communism. Of, of couples or just in general? <laughs> oh, in general. If we're I doing mean, like everyone's ooh. matching outfits. No, I hate it. I hate it. Um, I hated it when I was a twin. Yeah, oh. when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. When I was a twin, we had matching outfits. As soon as we were allowed to pick our own outfits, I was like, nah, never going to match again. Um, yeah, I'm not into it. I mean, uh, uniforms are fine. I dance. I did cheer. Yeah, those are fine. But that's different. It's a performance. Yeah. Um, matching outfits. I guess I ma- I'm wearing a comedian's outfit, you know, hoodie. Uh, <laughs> right. I wear flannel a lot. I only thought this because I was like, well, the part of communism and some of it does actually. I don't know if it sounds crazy, but it looks cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm like really into flash mobs oh, and you matching like them. You like that part of communism? Well, I think of I mean, there's a lot of. There's a lot of like out communist outfits that are actually kind of cool looking. Yeah, like the bowl cut, like turtleneck. Yeah, shirts. like the red beret. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I see I what like, you're saying. I so like it's about minimalism. Green. I'm a big minimalist. Yeah, I do it's like minimalism. That. I think it's that, and you know, and I, you know. But I value my freedom over everything. I, I, of course. <laughs> no, but like not just like freedom of the world, but freedom of choice, freedom of style. Oh shit. And sure. I like that. And I, I think, yeah, that, I guess there's, that doesn't really apply to communism. But I think there's a world <laughs> where it's like we are all sharing. Uh-huh. We all, but it's hard to get everyone to do this. But like, what if we were all <laughs> just 100% good and 100% self-sacrificing and 100% yeah. creative? Then we could all be different and do our own thing or whatever. Right, right. But I guess people try to. There's a sense of like trying to match. I don't mean that everyone has to be the same. Like I do, uh, I do believe that people start at different places, right? Like in skill and level, yeah, and whatever. Yeah, and totally. And some of us have different gifts, right? Everybody is gifted in something, but we're all different, mm-hmm. differently gifted. Yeah. I think communism tries to get everyone to start the same because they think it's not fair. Right. And that's, that's dumb. Like yeah. you don't want to squash a talented musician just because Chad over here can't play the guitar. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You know, maybe Chad's really good at beer pong. I've been so trying to get Ryan to dance with me, make oh dance yeah. videos and like and actually match. I was like, oh, maybe I'm a communist, too. Huh. You know, like truly. And then um, but he stopped doing them with me uh, because <laughs> oh, I mean, it's he, a lot of pressure. You had a post about you, know, you had a post about this. I post. Yeah. Cause he <laughs> said, <laughs> oh, my gosh. He I was this. like, I hate doing dance videos with you because you always want to make us look like sisters. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, you know, yeah, that is, why is that an obsession? Like, we we hit the same hit and hit, same moves, same moves, matching hats, (laughs) matching shirt. You know what I mean? Why why, am I trying to do that? Like a weird communist leader, you know? Because you were a dancer and a cheerleader. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. I can't take my eyes off of it. I'm not going to lie when when people, you know, when North Korea marches, I have a hard time (laughs) being, you know, it's, there's something fascinating. It's like crazy to watch it's like <laughs> i don't know it's i had to up. start changing and i i don't like matching and actually you saying that reminded me of this because i a couple times uh i showed up to like a show and i was in a almost matching outfit as my boyfriend like <laughs> i was wearing like an oversized denim jacket like just like man <laughs> outfit because yeah. i like to dress manly sometimes um and then i was like okay i gotta change this because i feel like this is emasculating for him <laughs> <laughs> and also for me i was like oh. i want to feel like a your own but then i'm like i don't care about gender roles but i think when it comes to outfits there's a feeling of like a above all i hate when i show up wearing the same thing as someone uh-huh. b especially if it's my boyfriend like, <laughs> like <laughs> right don't yeah. want that um yeah yeah so anyways you're your own um i didn't write a game this time because i i just didn't get to it but i feel like we i mean 
we we got to so many good things. I know, yeah, we got to communism, really matching did. outfits. I had so much fun. This was such a great conversation. Yeah, no, thank you for having thank me. Thank you for listening to You Can Tell Me Anything. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at Real Father Longlegs. This podcast was written and produced by Teresa Lee on the Hoo Ha Ha Podcast Network. If you would like to donate or support the production, you can do so at paypal.me slash you can tell me anything. The Hoo Ha Ha team is Ashley McAtee, Audrey Pavar, Maggie Weeth Austin, Kari Asad, and Stephanie Bignote. Theme song was written and performed by Cody Johnston. Outro music by Shipwreck Sailor. Thank you so much.